for listening to the Gazette's daily news podcast on Monday, February 5th, 2024. This podcast provides the latest headlines from the Gazette newsroom. I'm Becky Luchin Gardner. Thousands of Iowans continue to rally to support Iowa's area education agencies. They're responding to a bill introduced by Governor Kim Reynolds that would overhaul the agencies. But while AEAs provide valuable resources and training to educators and families across Iowa, many say they do have room for improvement. One is how they serve the needs of the deaf and hard of hearing children. That was just one message that was shared with 12 legislators and about 100 parents, students, and educators at a forum at the Educational Leadership and Support Center in Cedar Rapids on Saturday. Several of the 30 people who spoke at the forum said deaf and hard of hearing children's needs are not being met and sometimes ignored by AEAs. Benaya Kassoff, a deaf advocate and virtual instructor in American Sign Language, told legislators that Grantwood AEA uses limited and outdated expertise for deaf children. She supports the services that the AEAs provide for children with special needs, but says deaf education should be separate from special education. John Spear, chief administrator of Grantwood AEA, says the AEAs are not a perfect agency. Getting people together to discuss additional updates is essential, he says, but he adds if the governor's updated bill is enacted, what we have is a more chaotic, less equitable, and a more expansive system. The most recent version of Governor Reynolds' proposed bill allows schools to opt out of the AEA special education services and seek them elsewhere. Senate subcommittee advanced that bill last Wednesday, but they did say that the bill would likely see changes. House Republicans declined to advance the bill out of subcommittee, saying they wanted further conversation before acting on it. In other news, many Iowa cities and counties are struggling to comply with a state law that was enacted last May. It was intended to relieve taxpayers from increasing property assessments that were driving up their tax bills. The bill passed with bipartisan support after property assessments last year increased by 22% statewide. The law limits the amount that local governments can acquire by taxing a growing tax base. It was meant to prevent cities and counties from seeing a tax windfall from rising assessments. But those cities with growing populations, new housing and industries, trying to figure out a way to extend public services to more people without being allowed to use that money. Many city projects are being delayed or cut entirely due to the changes. Swisher City Clerk, anytime you cut taxes, you have to figure out what you're going to take out. Finally, Winter homeless counts showed mixed results in Lynn and Johnson counties. Lynn County declined from a record high in 2023, but Johnson County saw its homeless numbers rise. Homeless outreach workers coordinate twice a year to count unsheltered homeless people. Lynn County volunteers from Willis Dady and Waypoint found 20 unsheltered people living outdoors on January 24th, a decrease from 29 last winter. Janae Peterman, Director of Housing Services for Waypoint said, It did not surprise me. We are beginning to see our numbers decrease. She credits devoting more resources to diversion programs that help people before they enter the cycle of homelessness. Johnson County saw a marked increase in those sleeping outdoors for the first time in several years. Shelter House volunteers found 23 people living outdoors, an increase from 13 last year. The increase comes as a pretty stark development to Shelter House staff, But no surprise, after markers were showing indicating increasing trends towards housing insecurity in Johnson County. Join the Gazette for Iowa Ideas In-Depth Week in Homelessness in Iowa beginning February 12th. 
Register for free to participate in the daily lunch hour virtual sessions on homelessness, resources, and long-term solutions in Iowa. Visit iowaideas.com for full details and to register. That's iowaideas.com. Today's weather in Cedar Rapids, patchy fog early, but the rest of the day will be mostly sunny with a high near 48 and a low around 29. Tuesday will be mostly sunny with a high near 50. You can find a link to each of the stories featured in today's episode in this episode's description or at thegazette.com. Thank you for listening to the Gazette's Daily News Podcast. I'm Becky Luchengardner.